Hi. Welcome to another episode of Halt on Power, Power System Designs podcast on the latest in power and power design. I'm your host, Alex Paulton. Today, I've got Randy Ryder. He's the product and business development manager over at Prescale, and uh, we're going to talk about wireless charging because that's a really um, interesting new infrastructure area in uh, portable devices, isn't it, Randy? Welcome to the show. Hi there. How are you doing? Oh, doing well. You know, it's, it, it's always fascinating because when you think about all of these devices and all of these ways of managing the devices, it's all really about just keeping the batteries up inside of them, isn't it? Right, yeah, as uh, as I think each one of us can uh, experience in our daily life, uh, managing, uh, keeping our devices powered up as we move through our daily routines is becoming more challenging each uh, as, we, as we get uh, more powerful devices that we use in our daily lives. Exactly. I mean, I almost live with my external battery, and... I mean, beyond the issues of why don't they put bigger batteries or uh, other ways of addressing it inside the package, the wireless charging aspect is addressing the, the issue of the outside of the package, uh, both a compatibility on the connector side and also a convenience for the operator, right? Right. Yeah, I think the real value with wireless charging is uh, to, to, if you can imagine at some point in the future where there's an entire ecosystem where uh, this type of technology gets rolled out into public infrastructure, it's built into the home, uh, and and hopefully what will happen at that point is that um, charging will become ubiquitous and become a trivial matter in our lives. Right. Now, obviously, that presents a lot of challenges for the designer who's got to incorporate all this cool functionality into all of these devices with a penny of budget and two weeks of uh, development time. Right, exactly. There are definitely some challenges uh, with integrating uh, with any new type of technology. There's always uh, hurdles to overcome. But um, as this technology is uh, developing further, there's a lot of innovation in this space. Um, and um, part of the advantage of these uh, standards-based solutions is that there's a broad base of support um, across different market segments and across the whole supply chain, people that are really focused on making this technology work and making it um, and rolling it out on a broad scale. Right. Now, Randy, when you say standards-based, you're talking about the key standard, correct? I'm talking about basically, well, right now we have three major standards in the market. We have the Wireless Power Consortium's CHI standard. Uh, we have the Power Matters Alliance, which has its own standard. And then we have a third standard uh, called the Alliance for Wireless Power. Uh, but each one of these standards' purpose, main purpose, is to uh, to develop an entire ecosystem and to uh, be able to uh, support um, wireless charging products with a single standard, a unifying standard that will basically uh, uh, make the um, products easier to use and and simplify the entire um, process of uh, enabling wireless charging. Right. No, and that makes all the sense in the world, Randy, but with three standards, that kind of already starts to muddy the waters a little. Has Freescale uh, decided on any of them, or are they agnostic to the techn core technology, or um, is it binned into different package families for the different standards? Yeah, I mean, from a, from our point of view, we we are we do stay typically agnostic to various standards. We have uh, we are currently members of the Wireless Power Consortium and of the Power Matters Alliance. And basically, uh, whatever our customer, where whatever our customer uh, uh, customers are asking for, that's basically what we try to support. And right now, the Wireless Power Consortium 
um, uh, is still the market leader in terms of adoption rates. There are currently about 62 uh, WPCG-enabled phones in the market. Uh, we see some adoption in the automotive sector as well with this uh, technology from the Wireless Power Consortium. Uh, so we basically try to support the market and where the demand is. Mm-hmm. Now, what are some of the challenges that engineers are facing that your approaches address? So, um, you know, the, the major challenge with the technology is uh, getting it uh, into the mobile devices. Obviously, uh, mobile devices have uh, uh, smaller form factors, and therefore you have size constraints. So uh, I would say the, 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 the biggest challenges right now are uh, miniaturizing the technology in such a way to where it's feasible to um, embed them in mobile devices. Uh, I think if you recall in the beginning of this, uh, several years ago, a lot of the technology was rolled out uh, through sleeves uh, that would attach to mobile devices. Now more and more the technology is integrated into uh, the various mobile devices. And what we're trying to do with our latest solution is uh, uh, expand basically wireless charging to new form factor devices and, and really uh, broaden the uh, market opportunity for wireless. There you go. Well, can you, can you describe a little bit about what you currently have in your wireless offerings? Like, what's something notable within your lineup that you'd like to point out to our audience as an example of what you're doing to push the ball forward? Well, we, um, in, in the past, up to, uh, up to just recently, we had a pretty heavy focus on the uh, transmitter side, or what is typically referred to as the charger side. So uh, basically what we had, we, uh, we had a lot of solutions to support both consumer and automotive, uh, which basically focused on um, cost-effective, high-performance uh, transmitter solutions um, that um, uh, both in the OEM market, uh, in the OEM consumer market, as well as in the automotive market, uh, our customers could use um, with either uh, um, uh, the mobile devices that they were de- uh, developing, or in the case of automotive, that they can integrate that solution into a vehicle. Uh, now moving forward for 15-watt, uh, um, which was our latest uh, product announcement, um, we're rolling out both a receiver and a transmitter solution and basically expanding that capability uh, for larger form factor devices or uh, use cases where maybe uh, customers want to be able to um, uh, develop fast charging type solutions. Well, yeah, because 15 watts is a healthy amount of power to uh, push across a gap. How big of a gap are we talking about? Uh, what's like the, at a reasonable efficiency? What's a good operating distance for this uh, technology right now? Yeah, so the technology that we're involved with right now is typically referred to as closely coupled inductive technology, and the gaps that we're talking about uh, uh, are typically very small, so, you know, around a half centimeter in terms of the Z gap. And that's basically the gap is there to, to – the idea there is to remain closely coupled between the primary and the secondary so that you've, you, you do get uh, as high as efficiency as possible – uh, and yet you still have enough gaps there to be able to uh, build out uh, um, the transmitter and the receiver products with, um, you know, the, the plastics and everything. So um, right now everything we're focused on is uh, the closely coupled inductive uh, variety. The 15-watt um, uh, um, will focus on that as well. And typical efficiencies um, for our 5 watts, typical efficiencies have been in the mid-70 range, so around 75%. Uh, 
and um, we do expect to continue to uh, be at least in that mid 70 percentile range, if not trying to push up a little further, you know, right below 80 percent if possible. Well, and, and there you are talking about um, acceptable efficiencies for the final inch, as it were, in the powering systems, because that standoff is enough to put it under car dashboard panels or under kitchen counters and still make it a working effective distance for devices placed on it. Right, exactly. So that, that uh, Z gap or that, that gap between the receiver and the transmitter is uh, uh, large enough um, to be able to install these uh, these chargers, for example, into the automotive consoles, and um, to actually even for we're we're even seeing we're even seeing some infrastructure rollouts where uh, customers uh, may embed the charger into furniture. Now that does require some modifications to the furniture, but uh, it is able mm-hmm. to uh, transmit through furniture. Well, I mean, beyond just manufacturers, I know a lot of hobbyists who modify their personal current furniture over their uh, spouse's protest to put in a wireless charger. So I could easily see commercial manufacturers, you know, uh, pre-hollowing out spots for electronic packages and such. That's right, yeah. So um, what are some – now, obviously, this isn't the kind of thing you just slap into place and say, ha-ha, it's done. It requires some hand-holding. It requires some uh, assistance to ensure that you're – doing it properly, um, what kind of reference designs, uh, development kits, uh, what kind of uh, FAE support do you offer someone trying to integrate that solution? Yeah, so with our wireless charging portfolio, we take a very um, unique approach um, to um, engaging with our customers. All of our solutions are um, what I call uh, literally turnkey solutions, and what I mean by that is that we offer both the silicon and the, the complete firmware as a package. And uh, typically, everything is showcased on the reference design, and that reference design will be very market-focused. So, for example, if we, are, <clears throat> if we are building a reference design for consumer, it will have a very consumer-centric feel to it, as opposed to, for example, automotive market, where we have to take a lot of uh, completely different considerations into account for automotive. So the reference design, the silicon, the firmware, everything is highly optimized and productized to provide a complete total solution to the end customer. And that really helps customers to um, design in this technology into their end product, helps them to speed up development. And then, of course, we have um, a very strong technical team that is able to support customers to get them um, to, that, you know, to the finish line in, in terms of integrating this technology into their end product. Well, and I'm best glad to hear, though, that it's not because uh, I would – when you say turnkey, that's very uh, – obviously, it's relieving in one sense because you want it to be as seamless of a uh, solution as possible, but I'm glad you do have the kits and the support because um, I, I like to look at what I call the makerspace, which is really starting to emerge, and it's not so much the hobbyist area of it that I look at. It's the area of mechanical engineers wanting to create a hybrid electronic and mechanical device, and they're looking for that extra expertise to close the gap on that, or the electrical people who are looking for the mechanical. And I think in that space, you have a lot of people who know enough to produce the solution if they have the subsystem support. So I think having turnkey subsystem modules for wireless charging are going to enable a lot of applications, spaces that we haven't even foreseen. 
Exactly. Yeah. I mean, the, the technology is not that trivial, so you really need to have a, a strong partner like Freescale to help you uh, get uh, get that product, get that uh, technology integrated in your product. And I think that with our approach of providing um, uh, all of the, the 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 components that are necessary to implement, um, for instance, a standards-based wireless charging solution. Uh, it really uh, uh, speeds up and, and helps the end customer in terms of where they need to be. And all of the solutions also are flexible enough to where, uh, obviously, we have to provide some flexibility downstream uh, because each end product is different. Uh, each uh, designer has a different vision of how they want to use this technology. So we also try to create these solutions in such a way to provide um, a lot of flexibility downstream so customers can take our base design and uh, and modified as they see to very nice so uh, Randy one of the things I love to do and uh, I would well beyond talking to my guests way beyond the appropriate amount of time but unfortunately this is a podcast and we have to keep the conversation relatively short but uh, one of the things I always do is I allow my guests to have the last word in my podcast so um, it could be a little bit more about the product or it could be a little bit more about the space or it could just be a tip for our audience but uh, you've got the floor Randy well thank you very much well I, I would just like to in general promote this technology I would also like to highlight the fact that um, uh, the 15-watt solution that Freescale just released uh, um, is really going to expand um, the, the, the end products that can uh, be touched by this type of technology. We're, we're really seeing uh, a really rapid growth in adoption in terms of RGLS charging. Um, the, the, obviously, the mobile phone is one, uh, the mobile phone space, the smartphone space is, the, uh, is a big area where adoption is occurring rapidly. But also in other areas, so we're seeing a broad uh, um, adoption in other sectors, such as automotive, for instance, where uh, um, several automotive, major automotive uh, vehicle manufacturers have already embedded the technology into their vehicles to allow uh, people to charge their smartphones at the console. Um, so it's really exciting time to see a new technology like this come to market. And uh, the innovation continues. I think Freescale's 15-watt solution uh, will uh, uh, really uh, add to that innovation that's occurring and uh, enable um, a broad new class of devices to take advantage of this technology. Excellent. And I agree with you completely, Randy, because it is all about providing the engineering community with more and better solutions because especially today when the pressure is so much on systems integration and the ability to get the right subsystems and put them together to create that final product and often you need that strong partner because you might not have all of your wireless chops up or your analog chops up or your digital so to be able to provide that subsystem support I think is also critical to development exactly totally agree so, um, give us a little bit of info on, is there a direct dot, uh, drill down web page they can go to? Where can they go to get some more information? Yeah, it's very simple. Uh, we, uh, for all of our wireless charging solutions, we have a friendly URL. Just go to uh, www.freescale.com forward slash wireless charging, all one word, wireless charging. And you'll find uh, that's the entry point, and you'll find all of the information on all of our solutions. Well, hey. Thank you so much, Randy. You know, we're going to have to drag you back because I know wireless 
charging is not going to stand still, so downstream we're going to definitely want to hear what's going on latest. But for now, unfortunately, Randy, I'm going to have to let you go home. So thank you so much, though, for taking the time to be with us today. Thank you for having me. Oh, the pleasure is mine. And I'd like to thank everybody out there in the audience for taking the time to listen to us. We wouldn't be here without you. Tell your friends. This is Alex Paul for Paul on Power. Have a great day. <laughs>